0: You're listening to The Fashion Detour, a show that provides insights into the minds of creatives within the fashion industry. My name is Michal Goldfein, and I'm sitting down with the creators to talk about their processes, their inspirations, and lessons they've learned along the way.
1: to say you should hear it oh
2: i'm happy to make time liners are amazing the caroline liquid eyeliner is by far the longest lasting eyeliner i have ever come across um and and Life has great pencil liners i know i'm going on and on i love liner um but also con- their con- jade concealer is amazing the Caroline lipsticks um were my first introduction to the brand and nothing ever felt as comfortable as wearing the jade the the Caroline lipsticks um and the other product i personally love is um the Caroline makeup remover it is mm. so gentle and effective and takes off everything all waterproof makeup without making your eyes turn red um i love it
0: so that, that's, you know, I, I'm taking notes right, right now as we speak. Okay. I got the Jade. I got the Caroline. Got it. Good. Um, And you do carry a lot of uh, moisturizer, skincare. Yes. So do you feel it's really important to take care of, you know, their skin? Very, very. I start every makeup lesson that I give any teenage,
2: any age that makeup will only look as good as your skin does. If you don't take care of your skin, you could buy all the makeup in the world, it's not gonna look as good. Um, your skin is your best feature. So, I, I mean, I love moisturizers. Um, and for people actually that don't love heavy moisturizers, the Jade Aqua Jolt is one of my personal favorites. It's very like thin and gel-like and it is amazing underneath makeup as a primer um the pomegranate one is amazing as a heavier moisturizer and lime life has a lot of skincare also that's really nice and it's um all paraben free and phthalate free that um they keep it very natural the lime life products especially which drew me to their brand
0: So, and the, the, um, the, uh, Caroline, the liquid lip color, is that a Shabbos makeup product or that's just, uh, so nothing that I
2: sell on my website is a product that's supposed to be applied on Shabbos. Um, Mm. that's actually a collaboration that I did with Seventh Day Shine that, Her products can be applied on Shabbos. My products, a lot of them are very long glass, be applied before Shabbos. And then, you know, and then you can get Shabbos makeup for Shabbos. And we've done, um, we have a lip collaboration that we did before Sukkot and before Pesach. um, And I've taught many of my clients to kind of like navigate between the two. Um, but the Caroline lipstick is, to answer your question, should be applied before Shabbos mm-hmm. and does last very, very well. And my favorite thing is it really doesn't dry out your lips like some of the other um, long-lasting lipsticks that are out there.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's for sure, yes, I've experienced that before. I think we all have with the flakiness. Yes. And, uh, but um, And actually, uh, Seventh Day Shine was on the... Uh, came on to the podcast with me, so mm-hmm. I I heard a little bit about you from her. So, I love Racha.
2: <laughs> she's amazing.
0: Yeah, I feel like she has this, like, really cool spirit that's, like, a little bit, like, you don't find it nowadays, like, just yeah. that... Um, Free spirit, so to speak, like not so uh I, I can't even explain it. Not a hippie, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no,
2: it's she is. She I think what you said, she's a really, she's a free spirit and she's her own person, not into you know, she doesn't have to be conventional like everybody else, like in the box. And I love that about her. She thinks out of the box, she thinks of different things. I mean her packaging, her Her whole brand image was all her brainchild, and um, I love it. I really love it, and I really wanted to work with her um, on our collaboration. It was one of these. I never did a collab before, and it was really a true collaboration between the two of us, two creative minds coming together and figuring something
0: out. I really love that, especially because it's two women working together, and I think that uh, the product is great. I mean, I, I actually have some of her powders, but I don't have your, um, the lip to go the, the, right. the, the before, the before I have the after, but right uh, right.
2: eventually. <laughs> no. And I'm telling you, the products really work very, very well together. Like they mesh well together. I carried her whole line, um, before Sukis for her because she had the baby. And, um, I mean, my clients loved it and I really sold I was selling both things together and showing people how to use the products um, throughout. You know, some people, I love to customize products and recommendations to what people really need, what they need in their life. So some pro- people really needed like a powder foundation, even for every day. And that's what I would sell them for their everyday and Shabbos and then customize and build on what they needed from between the two brands
0: yeah and if you could give everyone out there some advice or makeup sure tips, what would yes. you tell us in terms like give me a an example what um what do you, uh, let's say you know let's say we wanted to achieve that glowy look how would we go about doing that um a lot moisturize and serum really
2: prep the skin properly in terms of uh if you're talking about the face so prep the skin um it's about using the right products for your skin type. I always say, first of all, you don't need to pile up the product. Um, concealer is one of the most important things. And concealer, uh, this, this is an interesting point. Concealer can really be used as a foundation. The only real difference between concealers and foundations is the um is the consistency, like how much water kind of is added. That's why some foundations are so thick that they can be used as a concealer and some concealers are so thin that they don't really do the right job. They're almost like a foundation. Um, So they're kind of interchangeable at times and you, you wanna use it where you need it. Once you've done that, it's really about applying the right glow products. So if you have very dry skin, you want to um, enhance with cream products. And if you have very oily skin, you want to use the powder products. And you just want to create and layer that glowy points, um, glowy products on the high points of your skin. So that would be like the cheekbones, a little bit on the nose. Um, I stay away from the forehead too much because then you just look like you're oily.
1: Mm. Um,
2: And that's really it. And you can, by the way, my my favorite thing is applying, using the same product in multiple places on your skin and making it really easy. So your sparkly eyeshadow can be used as a highlighter or your highlighter or your bronzer can be used as an eyeshadow. Um, And using kind of the same things across your face. Even blushes, I tell people all the time, I learned this trick, you take a little bit of blush and even with your blush brush, you don't need a separate blush, uh, a separate brush. And you sweep it on your eyelids after you're done with your blush application. And it gives a cohesive look to your whole face. So it just pulls so. it
0: all together.
2: Exactly. It just pulls it all together. And, you know, you're going on vacation. You want to take minimal products. Really use the products you have as double duty. So
0: Very interesting. And in terms of this look that I've been seeing, which is, which is like a very glossy lid, how, mm-hmm. do, how do you go about achieving that?
2: Um, part of it is just having the right shimmer. Um, there are different levels. I mean, this is more technical, but there's basically just different levels of shimmer within shadow and you don't want to go glittery. You want to go like more iridescent shimmery. And, um, there's actually one palette from Jade, the number 50, I think the starry bright eyed, something like that palette. And there's one color in there. It's more of a nudish color, but it has the most amazing shimmer to it. And you can use your finger and you just kind of like apply it even, I'm telling you, as a highlight on your face or on your lids. And it gives the most amazing shine and glow, but it's not glittery.
0: That sounds really pretty. I mean, I'm, I'm always, I tend to go very colorful with my makeup. And Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because sometimes I'm more scared of applying neutral makeup than I am of doing putting color. I guess I feel like there's like this, like if I I feel like, well, I'm just going to end up, it's not going to look like anything, but sometimes, but on other people, it looks so good. so. So the truth
2: is you can really just take, you know, What's fun about makeup is um, when you learn certain just basic techniques and certain basics of the application, you really just take that technique and apply it to any color that you want. Um, And you can apply your color wherever you want. Let's say you apply it on the lid, but then what I always love to do is you take a matte for the crease, like a neutral uh, taupey kind of matte in the crease, or even a colorful um, matte and you smoke that out and then you take either a little bit of a more shine or a more neutral um, color for under the brow bone. And in the inner corner and you can take that same colorful look and you incorporate a few neutral colors in it and you'll kind of create a more naturally colorful look
0: so just built it's basically about the dimension right it's about yeah. creating like a little bit of texture and a little bit of right yeah like not just, and I yeah but I
2: pretty much like to break it up for people in that one two three four you know if you ever look at those um eyeshadow tutorial like the little pamphlets that come with your eyeshadow palette yes and they show like the one. two two, three, four. And I really just show how to apply those four things. And then you take any colors that you want, once you know the basics, and you do the same application with any colors.
0: So if you could change something in the makeup industry, what would you change?
2: I think currently what I'm um, very into right now is, you know, with everything that we've been through in the past few months with this corona and with all this health, is just making sure that people are more educated about sanitation practices within the industry. Um, And that goes across for clients, um, for themselves to know customers, what their, I guess, rights or what they should expect. From professionals, not only makeup, but I think hair, um, estheticians, which are more um, um, hands on, like (laughs) literally. No, not hands on, but they have more knowledge, like they have more schooling. So they actually do know more. But when it comes to, I think, you know, waxing practices and makeup and things, the problem with the makeup industry specifically is there isn't much in terms of technical education. Um, You don't have to have a license to practice and therefore not everybody learns all the proper sanitary practices and what's okay and what's not and what can actually transfer a lot of things to other people. Um, And that's really scary in a time like what we are right now when soon we're hopefully going to be going back and people are going to be sitting in chair, you know, in the makeup chairs again. And it does scare me a little bit. So that's something that concerns me at this point.
0: So are there, I know that you've recently got a certification in sanitation practices. So what are some of the, you know, going forward? What are some good things to implement? Besides the basics of, you know, obviously we should be
2: washing our brushes and we should be wiping down our chairs and let's say makeup artists even wearing masks. Um, The other obvious things is no double dipping. Um, You really should not, be seeing makeup artists applying a lip gloss to a client from the actual tube that should just be a major red flag um, bullets makeup bullets can be somewhat sanitized I wonder how much it's practiced um, the lip gloss wands bug me the most mm. um, because that's just straight it, once you dip that wands back into the tube you have now contaminated that lip gloss like forever because it breeds bacteria in the um, in the damp warm tube of this lip Lip gloss um, that really, really scares me. Really, what should be happening is you depot whatever product you're using. So if it's a lipstick, it should be taken off either with a brush or a spatula and put on a separate piece of either paper, paper or metal palette, and then used from there with a brush or or a disposable. Um, And that's kind of goes according for everything. Like nothing should be taken from the tubes and put directly on the client's face because that just cross contaminates the makeup. So your brushes could be clean, but the makeup is not clean. And I don't know how many people either realize it or it's just never been such a thought because we're not as concerned about that till now.
0: Yeah. I think you are definitely onto, on the right track and I, for one, when we go back to real life, I feel like I just, I don't want there to be like this. I don't, I'd rather, I'd rather go back and be more confident and know that we're not just like half, half, like, well, some people, you know, it's just, you know, I'd rather we all just stay inside for as long as possible. And it just totally gets you know <laughs> this all gets out of our system completely
2: right but it doesn't seem like that's ha- i mean that doesn't seem to be where we're heading from yeah. what i read and that it really does scare me um i, I before the, i i've been trying to research as much as possible the best way to completely keep people sanitary because so there's one other thing that i know about um this disease can transfer through any kind of mucous membrane or Um, body fluid and Mm. that includes eye tears that includes the eye ducts which is why people you know also wear the eye masks when they're in the medical field so if you think about it any eyeliner that is applied to the eye that is then used for somebody else also transfers any bacteria that is on that applicator it's not something I think people realize um And again, the saliva, anything, it's its a concern of mine. And I want to make sure as many people and as many artists get educated as possible so it doesn't happen. So we don't have to have this worry about it.
0: Yeah. And in terms of, you know, going, how are you going to handle this? This whole, it's its just been a very challenging time. Have you yeah. been showing people how to do makeup uh, through Zoom, do their own makeup? Um, I,
2: or- I really kind of, I mean, I I could have, but the truth is I took a little bit of a step back through this time because A, for a while I really was, I mean, besides being busy in the house and my kids and, you know, trying to figure out this whole new life um, and keep them safe and happy and, you know, emotionally happy. Uh, I wasn't really able to do that and focus as much on makeup as I would have liked to. But going forward, I'm definitely much more involved now. Um, I also really wasn't sure how to go forward. I I had this big concern of mine. How do I make sure that we stay safe in this environment? Um, Until I spoke to enough people that I felt more confident and comfortable to do makeup going further I didn't know what to do um yeah. before Pesach I was selling makeup and I was you know I people love my swatches and I swatch in my arm all the time so I was basically just sending people pictures of the swatches and that's how people were buying things because I didn't want nobody was allowed in my you know in my studio um nobody was allowed to touch the makeup really anymore um i just wasn't comfortable with that and i think you know we all know that that was not the appropriate practice for the time
0: yeah i i i totally get it i mean i can't it's it's like this new reality that we all have to kind of get used to um yeah i just <laughs> I, I feel like like i it's hard to get back into the rhythm of doing your dance, like even, you know, getting dressed every day and not being in your pajamas all day, something like that. Um, Especially if you're jumping from, you know, one Zoom meeting to the next. So I definitely understand. And I think it's really important what you're doing. Yeah, but I definitely have done, you know, I have actually, um, my favorite thing
2: that I've done a few times, um, people who don't live even in the New York area and wanted to buy the cosmetic, I actually did FaceTime or WhatsApp video calls with them, and we literally picked out products from, I showed them what they could use in their bag, because they showed me their products, I showed them what they should be adding, and I swatched each and every color, saw their skin tone, saw what they liked to wear, and then we really picked out colors that way also.
0: That's so cool. Like a a personal shopper for makeup, basically. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Virtual trying on.
2: Exactly, exactly. Your own personal shopper. And I did, you know, whatever you needed. It was exactly what it was, customized. And then I was able to ship whatever products you needed out. So
0: you do give um, workshops on makeup application? Yes. I do a lot of
2: um, one-on-one Application, you know, teach people technique, um, all the basics of makeup, what to use, how to apply it, um, what products they should be using, colors, you know, all that. I love doing that. It's um, it's a little pet project of mine. At one point, I'm gonna, I want to put out like a little, like almost course book for all my um, for all my customers who come. This way, they can really continue practicing it over time.
0: Yes. So, in terms of the future, what are your goals?
2: Uh, that's a hard question. What are my goals? Um, I really want to expand my line and expand my reach. I want to be able, I really do want to be able to educate more people and um, share kind of like my own brand of knowledge. Um, and, and again, make it easier for people, Make like demystify. Makeup. There's so much complicated makeup out there, and so many products out there, and I just want to simplify it. Um, eventually, I'd love to create my own brand, my own products. Um, we'll see where that takes me. Um, that's definitely in the future, hopefully.
0: Well, I'm very excited for the future for you, and I really appreciate you coming on and just
2: thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I feel like
0: it was just, it was really enlightening. I think, um, I really appreciated it. So thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much too. And, um, you know, good luck with everything and hopefully we will, you know, see the ends of this, this era very soon and we can get back into more of a normal, uh, lifestyle again.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the fashion detour. I'm available for personal styling and personal shopping. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can always reach out to me through my email, michal at thefashiondetour.com. And on Instagram, you're welcome to direct message me at thefashiondetour for any of your shopping and styling needs and questions. Thank you so much and have a great week.
1: girl, now wait just a minute, I've got something to say, you should hear it, oh, I'm happy to make time for your feelings, but you have to admit, I already do, let's just break it down, to you and me uptown, dancing all around, till Ball pops But I have to be me And everyone can see Your anger is misplaced And I'm gonna tell ya Don't hate me cause I get attention Don't turn me into what I'm not I have to be me 24-7 And I ain't never gonna stop All around till the disco ball pops But I have to be me And everyone can see Your anger is misplaced And I'm gonna tell you Don't hate me cause I get attention Don't turn me Stop.